peaceable, don't it? He agreed. Bart poured himself another drink thoughtfully, pushed the bottle back, drank slowly, savoring the fiery liquid in his throat. His sharp-tuned senses had been quick to note the reaction to the comment. His glance down the bar showed the beer drinker still toying with his glass, staring at him. He wore two guns, slung low, and his flat face held no expression, invited no greeting. Bart put his empty glass down carefully. There's a trail out of here leads to Cinder Creek. Where could I cut it? The wiry little bartender gave him a startled glance, eyes narrowing quickly. He rubbed an imaginary spot of moisture on top of the bar, his lips pressed together tightly, and in that brace of seconds, his good-natured cordiality seemed to vanish. He said curtly, Follow the north road out of town about five miles, and then turn to the left. Go through the hogbacks for another five miles, and you land on Cinder Creek. The sudden pound of hoofs outside drew Bart's glance. The long-legged black horse, reined sharp, reared, smashed its feet into the dust, and danced spiritedly. Riding easily, arrogantly, braided quirt hanging from one wrist, was the girl who had flashed her anger at him. The beer drinker threw a fifty-cent piece ringing on the bar top, hurried through the doorway, and swung on one of the horses at the hitch rack. The peace of the sleepy plaza was abruptly shattered again as they spurred off together. "'Nice-looking black,' said Bart slowly. "'Who does it belong to?' "'If you mean who she is,' said the bartender in a voice that held little friendliness, "'that's Storm Parmley, Colt Parmley's daughter.' "'Storm Parmley,' Bart murmured. "'Colt Parmley's daughter,' the bartender repeated. Something seemed to be expected of him. The two men at the table were watching him. Bart shrugged. "'And who's Colt Parmley?' The little bartender grinned sourly. He's a gent that lives up Cinder Creek Way. Bart tossed a silver dollar on the bar and went out silently. Thought furrows were creased between his eyes as he swung on Gila's back and caught up the lead rope. He noticed as he reined away that the three men inside the saloon had come to the door and were staring out at him. It was a dry and dusty road that wound to the north of Cibola and an even drier, narrower trail that struck off to the left, toward the rising mass of higher hills. Bart Sutherland's mind was on Cibola behind, and the queer welcome he had met there, and time and again he found his thoughts coming back to Storm Parmley, daughter of the mysterious Colt Parmley. Storm, how like her that name! There was a storm-like quality about her, untamed, unconquered. Memory of her angry, imperious face looking at him brought a reminiscent smile to his lips, and it was still there when the gray stallion came to the crest of a sharp hogback, and the way was barred by a solitary horseman waiting ominously in the middle of the road. Bart's eyes narrowed as he recognized the flat face covered with reddish stubble. Storm Parmley, who had ridden off with this man, was not in sight. There had been no friendliness in Cibola, and there was none here. The washed-out blue eyes and the flat face seemed curiously depthless, expressionless. Bart had seen eyes like that before. Killer's eyes. Howdy, he said evenly. The other spat, spoke in flat, clipped monosyllables, harsh as his look. They call me Rusty Greer. I handle a gun for Colt Parmley. I stop to turn you back. Shucks, friend Greer, Bart said mildly. Those words turn back... I never could learn well. You fool. Do you want to get killed? 
Greer still sat motionless on his horse. His elbows were crooked slightly, his hands dangerously close to his two guns, and those pale blue eyes were beginning to gleam. Bart wore one gun, and that slung carelessly on his hip. He sighed, and his right hand flicked a bit of dust from the front of his vest. "'I don't scare worth bothering about, friend Greer,' he said gently. "'Was I you? I'd turn that claybank hoss around and jog on.' Rusty Greer did not threaten, did not swear. He smiled, and the next instant his right hand streaked to the low-slung holster on his leg. The gun was out, coming up, when Bart's hand flicked again, this time low, and the crashing reverberations of two shots that were almost one blasted the twilight peace and rolled wide over the desolate surroundings. Rusty Greer mouthed an oath then, savage, startled, and looked in dazed bewilderment at his bloody right hand at his gun that had spun down and was now in the...